Warning. The podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast. Presented by RMJ Media. Welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. Joined as always, Seth. Howdy, y'all. It's Slim Pickens tonight, and maybe that's for the best, considering that the movie that we're talking about. Yeah, we saved some eyeballs tonight. 1979, Ruggiero Diodato's infamous Cannibal Holocaust. Um, But before we get into that, what we've been watching... Okay. Started off with uh, Synchronic. Okay. And I definitely enjoyed that moon quite a bit. Um, oh, I dabbled and I got down on some fucking Power Rangers once and always. Okay. With, you know, the remaining Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was just like I remembered as a kid, man. It was fucking Power Rangers, but they were all adult and oldie and yeah can't act still well i don't know it was i think the only ones not in it are well obviously jason david frank he's no longer with us but amy joe johnson also didn't want to go back Mm. but they got the other pink ranger so it works yeah and it it was fun it was nostalgic i I I can honestly say i have not watched it so i don't know it was nostalgic. I did watch the Power Ra- the most recent Power Rangers movie. Okay. The remake. It was decent. Okay. For a Power Rangers look. Check it out. <laughs> I mean, I already, you know, watched the Avenge of the Old People. Um, <laughs> so I then jumped into The Giver. Oh, was that the movie version of that old book? Uh-huh. Okay. It's Would- great. What did you think of it? I fucking loved it. I can honestly say I have never seen it. Never even read the book. Yeah. So. Highly recommend it. Uh, Kristen watched it with me too, and I thought it was fucking rad. Or she also thought it was awesome. Um, it just kind of sucks you in right away. Essentially, it's like this society. It's like, so the film starts out in black and white, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's like in this like controlled society where the majority of their history has been like taken away. And okay. society has been raised with just like a very select um, chunk of knowledge, right? And there's like the the elders, and they have some information, mm-hmm. but there's one person who keeps all of the memories of the past in just him. One yeah. person holds all the memories, and then this one person gets selected to become the second fucking knowledge memory okay. person. And so this kid gets chosen, and it kind of the story begins, and it's it's fucking cool. 
I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, I am mother. Okay. With the robot. Oh, okay. Raising a fucking human. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I love sci-fi shit, man. I would totally, absolutely watch it again. I recommend the fuck out of it. Fair, fair. Um, the concept is cool. Just on, once you realize what's going on, you're like, what the fuck? Uh, Zone 414. Okay. <clears throat> Good. Kind of just up my alley. Uh, Drag me to hell. <laughs> I need to rewatch that. It's been years since I've sat down and watched that movie. Nope, it's the first time for me. Oh, no shit? Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's pretty gnarly for a PG-13 Raimi flick. Uh, yeah, they they went all out, man. I enjoyed it as much as they could. Yeah. Um, And then I finished it off with my Bloody Valentine. The original? Uh, Oof. You would tell by the film quality. Mm, probably not then. Did it have the dude from Supernatural in it? Yes. That's so the that's remake. That guy. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Dick ass ass bitch. <laughs> I, we will cover the original at some uh, point. It's a classic fucking movie. Um, I watched Deep, uh, not Deep Space Nine. Um, oh, I love Deep Space Nine. Event Horizon. Okay, there we go. And it, it's been quite a few fucking years since I sat down and watched that movie. Yeah. I forgot how much I love that movie. It's great, isn't it? Um, watched all the Dirty Harry movies. Oh, my God. Um, oh, shit. I just spaced on the name of the franchise. Uh, the Lethal Weapon movies. Okay. Watched all those. <clears throat> and those are pretty much the only movies I watched. I've been binge watching fucking bar rescue <laughs> of all fucking shows uh does that have what's his ass in it john taffer oh no i was thinking the crazy british guy you're thinking kitchen nightmares oh doesn't he do one this for bars is, though too or no no this is that version of that show oh, okay um where john taffer goes to people that are looking for help with their bars and he screams and yells. And then, <laughs> Good. It's dramatic. People like that shit. Yeah. It's <clears throat> it's an addicting show once you start watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to give more TV shows uh, some more chances. I kind of keep it slim, but I, I know I need to go outside my comfort zone. I'm waiting about a week to see the new Evil Dead. I want to let it simmer. And I don't want to read reviews. I just want to give it enough time. I'm kind of curious to see what the box office numbers are going to look like before I go see it. Isn't that setting an expectation for you, though, in a way? No. No? Box office numbers? No. Okay. <laughs> fucking Avatar The Way of Water made billions of fucking dollars and did nothing for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. He's just rolling in his money right now. Just... And apparently later, uh, fucking the shit out of like an avatar. Mid next week, yeah, they're going to be dropping another a new trailer for the Flash. Okay, what I was reading, it's going to have a little bit more Michael Keaton as Batman in it. I hope they stick to that release for that trailer. What's the the date? Or are they going to release it then? He's just the trailer is going to be supposed to be this Wednesday. Mm. Um. Aside from, I really haven't seen any new, new trailers. Nothing really new has came out in the last week or so. 
Unless you've seen something that I missed. Uh, no. Uh, I know that we talked a little bit about hopefully, hopefully doing that, uh, going and checking out. Oh, Joe Bob? Yeah. Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs, which you that, just recently th- introduced me to, and that dude is fucking amazing, by Yeah, the way. that'll be fun as hell. So much fucking fun. And the fact that he's actually doing two nights at two different locations here in the Valley is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. <clears throat> and I know I've seen brain damage. I have not seen th- that I re- can recall the brain. So it'll be interesting seeing those ones. I wonder if he's going to have like a mic and just like say shit during the film. Chances or... are they're just going to have him introduce the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we're all going to watch together. Chances know. are. Yeah, that would be great, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, He'll probably do his banter like he does at the beginning of Last Drive-In. Mm-hmm. But I, there's... They're obviously not going to stop the movie in the middle of the movie to do like a commercial break right. type thing for no, him, I like agree. Banter, but <laughs> I think that'd be cool as hell. <clears throat> yeah, if he was just able to kind of talk shit when it got quiet, right? Well, he might still fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right? Since we haven't seen any trailers for anything else, you just want to bite the bullet and start yeah, talking about this. We just need to. Discuss our experience. All right. <laughs> Take a listen to this trailer and we'll be back to discuss Cannibal Holocaust. Americans, children of the space age, armed with cameras, microphones, and curiosity. Alan Yates, Faye Daniels, and their two cameramen and inseparable friends, Jack Anders and Martin DeMott. Four youngsters who never came back. Are they still alive? And if so, where are they? These are the questions that the rescue team sponsored by New York University and the Pan American Broadcasting System hope to be able to answer.
doesn't exist. And the impossible takes just a little more time. We'll be back. We have Felipe, our guide. Say hi to the An American film crew disappears in the Amazon forest while filming a documentary about indigenous cannibal tribes. The team consists of Alan Yates, the director, Faye Daniels, scriptwriter, and two cameramen, Jack Anders and Mark Tommaso. Harold Monroe an anthropologist at New York University agrees to lead a rescue mission in hopes of finding a missing filmmakers. In anticipation of his arrival, military personnel stationed in the rainforest conduct a raid of the local Yakumo tribe and take a young male hostage in order to negotiate with the natives. Monroe flies in via float plane and is introduced to his guides, Chaco and his assistant Miguel. After several days of trekking through the jungle, the rescue team encounters the Yakumo. They arrange the release of their hostage in exchange for being taken to the Yakumo village. Once there, the group is initially greeted with hostility and learns that the filmmakers cause great unrest amongst their people. The next day, Monroe and his guides head deeper into the rainforest to locate two wearing, warring cannibal tribes the Yanomoho and the Shamatari. They encounter the group of Shamatari warriors and follow them to a riverbank, where Monroe's team saves a smaller group of Yamanoto from death. The Yanomamo invite the team back to their village in gratitude, but they are still suspicious of the foreigners. To gain their trust, Monroe bathes naked in the river where he is joined by a group of Yanomaha women. The women lead Monroe from the river to a shrine where he discovers the skeletal remains of the filmmakers with their film reels nearby. Shocked by what he sees, he confronts the tribe in the village, during which time he plays music from a tape recorder. The intrigued natives agree to trade the filmmakers surviving reels of film for the recorder. Back in New York, executives of the Pan American Broadcasting System invite Monroe to host a broadcast of the documentary to be made from the recovered film, but Monroe insists on viewing the raw footage before making a decision. One of the executives first introduces him to Allen's work by showing an excerpt from a previous documentary, The Last Road to Hell, after which she informs Monroe that Alan staged dramatic scenes to get more exciting footage. Monroe then begins to view the recovered footage, which first follows the group's trek through the rainforest. After walking for days, their guide Felipe is bitten by a venomous snake. The group amputates his leg with a machete to save his life, but he dies and is left behind. Upon locating the Yukumo in the clearing, Jack shoots one in the leg so that they can easily follow him back to the village. Once they arrive, the crew proceeds to intimidate the tribe before herding the natives into a hut, which they burn down in order to stage a massacre for their film. Monroe expresses apprehension about the staged footage and the treatment of the natives, but his concerns are ignored. 
After he finishes viewing the remaining footage, Monroe expresses his disgust toward the station's decision to air the documentary. To convince the executives otherwise, he shows them the remaining unedited footage that only he has seen. The final two reels begin with the filmmakers locating a Yanomahu girl whom the men take turns raping against Faye's protest, stating that they are wasting film footage. They later encounter the same girl impelled on a wooden pole by a riverbank, where they claim that the natives killed her for the loss of her virginity, although it is implied that the group themselves killed and staged it as a murder by the natives for dramatic effect. Shortly afterwards, they are attacked by the Yanomaho tribe as revenge for the girl's rape and death. Jack is hit by a spear and Alan shoots him to prevent his escape. The scene then moves to the crew filming the natives undressing Jack and their captive and cutting his genitals off with a large machete before completely mutilating Jack's lifeless body. Shortly afterwards, an exhausted Alan says, they have gotten completely lost trying to escape, and they are now surrounded by the natives who pursued them. As the last resort, Alan attempts to scare them off with a flare gun. During the commotion, Faye is captured by the tribe. Alan insists that they attempt to rescue her, but Mark continues to film as she is stripped naked, gang-raped, beaten to death, and beheaded. The tribe then locate and kill the last two team members, as the camera drops to the ground, disturbed by what they have seen, the executives order all the footage to be burned as Monroe leaves the station and credits roll. So I've seen this movie many a many times, but this is your first go. What do you think of it? <clears throat> I could have. So it's called Cannibal Holocaust. And yes, it had cannibalism in it. Definitely large amount of killing on both sides, but in all honesty, man, they, they could have just called it like like jungle raping. That's that's all I <laughs> There is say. a lot of rape in this movie. That's all a it whole is. A whole lot of rape. The whole movie. film is just jungle raping. That that's it. I mean again because it's raping and animal killing. And, but okay. The animal in the beginning, uh, and then the fucking turtle. And then they shoot the pig. Dead. They shoot the pig. They kill the. Did they kill a snake? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but honestly, still, there was a lot more rape in it than there was fucking <laughs> animal killing and whatnot. And it was just, it, it just didn't stop. I don't know, man. I this movie. Like I think it's hilarious that within the first. 15 minutes of the movie, you're like, this looks fake as fuck. This is well, fake as fuck. Okay, so you're right. They play it off, right? It's all campy. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to come back. And, da, 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 da. and they're all like, I'm like, all right. And then like, as soon as it kicks in, your demeanor shifted quick <laughs> watching this Because I was just, I was trying to process it, right? Because you're just like, dude, how can this be like a five-minute fucking just horrific and it happens yeah, over and over and over again for a long time yeah they're long right. well it's 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 uh it's found footage right but yeah they are they're like you like you like to say the uh they're long cuts right because mm -hmm. that, that's what it's supposed to be yeah but it's 
very long just <laughs> okay so let's talk about how much of it was real and how much of it wasn't or was it all was it all or is that what they're selling it as or legitimately was all because some of it did they the only no thing way... that was legit was the they killed the animals okay that's it all right but i'm glad you asked that question because the director of this was charged with murder upon its release. Just murder of the animals? No. He was convicted of multiple murders for the four film crew. Um, only because they were like told to hide in darkness until the right time. Yeah, they or were, yeah. So he went to fucking trial. And the only thing that got him off was them bringing the four actors into the courtroom in front of the judge. Which he could have done it from the jump, but he's like, no, I'm going to ride this out. Well, it was good fucking publicity. Fuck yeah, dude. It, It's great fucking publicity. Yeah. And, like, you see some of the fucking, like, the chick on the spike. Yeah. That's an image that'll stay with you. And, like, they use that in a lot of posters and shit like that. That's a great fucking image. That's a Valentine's card. <laughs> I don't think they'd be able to get away with using that as a poster today. I'm though. stuck on you. <laughs> I'm stuck in you. There you go. <laughs> uh, love on a stick. And I feel bad for that chick. Because yeah. all the, the tribes, they were... All just watching. Amazonian fucking tribes from the Amazon forest. They didn't live in civilization. That's legit. Like all those... The, the like people said, were all, legit. Yeah, all the tribes people. But they had to explain to them, okay, we're going to depict. Or what, or yeah, and I've got a funny, funny story for next week <laughs> about that. Because um, the next week's movie was also shot in the Amazon forest as okay. well. Um, same part or like? I don't know if they shot in the same section of the forest or not. Yeah. Um, but the chick that's got the spike up her twatting out her mouth yeah um i feel bad for her because you s that's not a very wide uh pole that that was at the top of it was like a little bike seat type thing oh christ that she was sitting on and then she had to hold the other piece in her mouth with her teeth oh <laughs> for the I entire time they were shooting that and not move she did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was sold on it. It was yeah, good. Like, like, I spent, fuck, probably a good five years trying to track this fucker down. Um, like because I, it was like out of print, out of print. And it was banned in so many fucking countries. And I tried to find bootlegs of it. Yeah. And eventually I did find a bootleg of it. Yeah. But it wasn't until, like, Probably early to, yeah, early two thousands. That Grindhouse releasing, which was uh, Sylvester Stallone's son's company, um, released it on the collector's edition DVD. Holy fuck! And there is some great stuff on that fucking DVD. Yeah, and it's got director's commentary and shit. Um, what do you think of the acting? I know you didn't like the voiceovers. 
Voiceovers with Italian movies can be really fucking distracting. I I will admit that it can be very distracting. So are the voiceovers because you said that they were they were mostly foreign people trying to do American accents, but were those the actual actors or were they just American actors? They got for the most of them they got somebody else to overdub their voice. Okay, which is why it never matches up. It's it was rough, Um, but honestly. For the most part, all the dialogue would like during, like um, amongst all the characters was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was convincing, right? I mean, they did the very... writing of the dialogue was good. Mm-hmm. You think the execution Del- of delivery the... of it, maybe not so much. Yeah. Uh, but again, they that wasn't their focus. <laughs> They're like, we oh, don't no. really need to emphasis on the dialogue because it's just going to be like. We're going to rip people apart. We're going to fucking eat them. We're going to kill some animals. They can't forget about all the fucking uh, exuberant amount of fucking rape that's going to happen too, guys. So honestly, just play your parts. Everybody's going to be just fine. And we're going to make a lot of money off of this. Or not. We're going to get banned. Did the rape bug you more than even the animal killing? Uh, The amount of rape that was in this movie. Dude, I'm a hunter, right? So... Fucking, I, I've killed animals, and I, I know what it's like. I've, I know what they do. What I think is hilarious when this movie came out, one of the big, aside from people thinking that he actually murdered the fucking cast, the animal killing was the biggest thing that got him. Yeah. That was their biggest pet peeve. So, <laughs> pet peeve. Um, <laughs> so, so, is it true that this is the movie that they... We're like, okay, moving forward, you have to actually have a disclaimer that says no animals will harm during the making of this film. Very true. That's true? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck yeah. And like I said, I think this oh. was the movie because actually I think they might have, there might have been some illegal shit in this movie. Because I want to say the killing of tortoises was banned in 1970. And they annihilated that fucking tortoise. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they definitely fucked that dude up pretty good. And, like, playing with the severed head, bringing it up to the camera and shit. Yeah, but I've done that with, like, deer parts. Yeah. You know, I've gotten knocked on people's doors with a deer hoof. Like, that shit was hilarious, right? But you're not putting it on camera. Uh, No, that's true. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. (laughs) And releasing it to the broad public. Um, Okay, so this this actually kind of talks about what you're saying. So I guess maybe this is the first time we'll get to kind of excerpt from this thing. Go for your book. All right, let's see here. So shout out to to my mom getting me this book. So it's Credible Horror Movie Facts and Cannibal Holocaust is actually in here. 1980, directed by Ruggiero Diotto. So the death scenes in the film were considered so realistic that the film was seized by a local magistrate in Italy and director, I'm going to butcher his name, Ruggiero Diodato Diodato, was, was arrested for murder. To complicate matters... Further, the filmmaker the filmmakers had to had made the actors sign in an agreement to refrain them from giving interviews or doing any publicity. This was to heighten the realism that the events portrayed in the film had actually taken place. Diodato had to gather up the actors to appear on a television show to prove that it was all make believe. Furthermore, he had to explain in court how he had achieved the famous uh, impalement special effect, which was yeah. as simple as the actress sitting on a bicycle seat with a balsa wood length of wood held in her mouth. All murder changes were subsequently dropped. He did, however, kill seven real animals whilst making the film uh, two monkeys, um, a catamundia turtle, a tarantula, a snake, and a pig. 
Though no charges were brought against uh, Diodato for animal cruelty, this film has suffered at the hands of the censors over the world as a result, and many countries have banned it entirely. Fucking yeah. <laughs> hot damn. Yeah. Um, like I said, like, it had a very brief VHS release out here, but like it was only out for less than six months back in like the 98 time frame. So that definitely means that this is one of those movies that you never got to see in theaters, like one of those awful movies you never got the chance. Only time I'll ever get to see this in theaters if Somebody somebody's comes. doing a screening of it. <laughs> Dude. And I, my butt will be in that seat if I see that screening. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You know, I was thinking just right now while you were saying that, I was like, I'm going to go because I want to see everybody's reaction to yeah. it. That's that's definitely what I'm going to do. We were talking about it while watching the movie that I had a comment to make about the guy that plays the Professor Monroe. Um, that actor's name is Robert Kerman. Okay. Okay. He says this movie is the only thing in his career that he's ashamed of and regrets doing. This guy was a porn actor. That's exactly. But again, this was snuffy. You know, so if you're a porn actor and you want to be taken seriously, you can't be in films that are kind of like the the fucking At least this is a real movie. Porn's real movies, dude. Did they make uh, yeah. a... Yeah. You, you want to talk about rapey. <laughs> uh, okay, but... You obviously haven't seen... His biggest one was Debbie Does Dallas. Okay. And that's like everybody knows that one. Have I seen it? I don't remember. He's the only one in the movie that actually gets to fuck Debbie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but of all things, like, you made fucking smut movies in this one that is acclaimed worldwide now... Is the one you're ashamed of? Would you be ashamed? Maybe because of the character he he like is portrayed in as you know because they're all real shitty. I mean they all do some rapey. But he he's not he's the one that uh, went to find them. He's not even the shady oh, character. Oh okay, I was thinking one of the kids. You're no. talking about the guy that with the, the guy beard, with the mustache. Oh, the mustache, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who like went and then told them about everything and was like, yeah. okay, um, huh? Well. You know, and I guess the fact that he's a porn star made it understandable why he didn't have any issues stripping buck fucking naked and letting all those trash people like flick his dick and shit. That was weird. <laughs> Even the first time I saw this movie, I'm like, why are they just like splashing water on his dick and batting it around? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just <laughs> the general curiosity. That's how we say hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, yes, I flap your dick, and I don't have a dick, but I'm gonna flap your dick again. <laughs> Why, thank you. I appreciate your dick flap. Um, and obviously you realize it from the very opening shot of this movie. Um, the theme song for this movie is our end credit music. Yep. I love that song to fucking death. They overplayed in this movie, though. It, they overused it. They needed to have other music in it. Well, especially when you hear it, like, a lot already. Uh, then here, the watching a movie where it is then excessively played... I was like, oh, man. Yeah, they literally almost play it for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now, instead of having this beautiful, wonderful, this joy of hearing that and thinking of the podcast, now I get to then uh, associate with the god-awfulness of well, this fucking movie. Well, associate it with Trevenge. 
Yeah, she eventually was okay. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, it this movie, it was rough. Um, Are you happy Roxy didn't sit and watch it? Yeah, and I and I, I'm kind of yeah, a hundred percent. I'm happy she didn't watch this with us. Uh, it's I don't really think she. Do you think she'll be down to watch the Green Inferno? Is it like this? It is literally Eli Ross homage to Diodato. Oh God! But uh, this was made in eighty. When was the, the shit? The um, other one, Tree, uh, Green Inferno. Green Inferno was made nineteen thirty-two. No, it was after my mom passed away. So fourteen, fifteen, and it also had to go through the MPAA, which Holocaust did not. Okay, so it's gonna be probably a little more tame, I imagine, in a way, or it, in a way. <laughs> God damn it, dude! It w- there's no. I don't like seeing that kind animal of animal killings. Uh, okay, well, obviously because they can't. Because I honestly don't like. remember if there's any rapiness in it. Okay, if there is, it's very minute. It's fucking just it's uncomfortable not like to watch, dude. It's just because, very like, uncomfortable to watch. <sighs> Because that's the that's the hard thing about watching those scenes in this movie. Not that any movie with a rape scene is easy to fucking watch. It doesn't look like it's fake. No, dude, it really doesn't. Especially like when that dude's using like that foot fucking wooden d- huge dildo thing for the girl that fucking uh, adultery or yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. and he's just jabbing it into her. Right, and then he takes that mud fucking thing full of sticks or bones or something yeah. and shoves it in her pussy and then just then does he he piss on her or something and smash her in the face mm-hmm. I don't know it it was yeah it's <laughs> I mean okay so if we'll kind of start in the very beginning I was like oh it's very campy right because they're they're acting yeah. very over the top yeah and I was like okay there's no way that they were going to make this campy and kind of like funny like that uh and if it was legitimately based on all of them dying, like I don't think they would have portrayed it that way. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, because that was obviously, as you said, that was like the Hollywood aspect of them yeah. filming them going up to and all that shit. If they had, if they had done it where it was just like, this is found footage that we found in fucking yeah, like that kind of like they did with um, did they do that with Blair Witch? Yeah. See if they done it that way. If this movie had never been made, Blair Wish never would have been made. Yeah, that, uh, that, yeah, that's hundred percent true. Yeah, unless it, you, that's yeah. what I think works. What I liked most about this film is that half of it is a cinematic movie; the other half is ninety percent found footage, with some of that cinematic stuff cut in to. It's pretty much only cut in there to fucking split the the reels that they find, so they can start rolling another reel of the found footage. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really creative, especially at the time that they shot this movie. Okay, because um, like I said, nobody had ever seen that before. Like this was the first found footage movie, and without being entirely found footage. You know what I mean? Way to pave the fucking way, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely one to do it with. (laughs) Because once you see it, you won't forget it. And even if you haven't seen it, it is so notorious, chances are you've heard of it. It, and I, and I, I I hate doing this and I hate bringing it up, but I'm gonna, it did have 
some Serbian vibes to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. With, but I'm, when I say the, like that in the sense that they're watching the footage, like he is watching his footage. Yeah, like the you know baby porn. Yeah. Go back right. So yeah. except instead of obviously him watching himself do other shit, you're watching these other be- people do a bunch of god awful things to other people. Yeah, you know I mean that's the only way, and it was you know controversial and da 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 da. But, but I still think Serbian is more of a hard, uncomfortable watch than this one. Well, yeah, because they take all the same elements that this film kind of has, but takes them up to fucking 1,000. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I don't need to see that. You know? Seriously, it's just... No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. We don't need to talk about that in another podcast. Yeah, my therapist is, I think, going to have to get therapy now because I talk about it a lot, about how it's fucked me up. <laughs> She's like, Seth, stop it. <laughs> They're they're trying to hypnotize me or whatever, so I forget about it. You know, ASMR or something. Just like I find myself in the fetal position, just late at night in a cold sweat, just praying to Christ I could delete those memories from my existence. Um, what do you think of the pacing of this movie? (sighs) I was thinking about that, and I was like, he's probably gonna ask. And the part to me that kind of felt like slowed it down but what they had to do it though because it had to add to the story was when they were in the fucking office like all the office bits and shit and like the scenes of like filming the buildings and all the shit oh, yeah. and like really all of that pulls back the pacing of the movie but they and I think and that was good probably for budget because whatever shit that they made it look so goddamn real I don't I don't know if that was expensive for them at that time but to make that shit look that real and I like the, the time, way like the way they hide the cuts mm-hmm. like especially like when uh Faye is getting gang raped and then decapitated it's pretty much done in one shot all you have is one scene one quick shot where the camera pans to the left yeah and pans back to the and that's right. when they probably changed to the yeah. dummy thing or whatever but it looks fucking seamless it does it's beautiful uh, it's given me <laughs> it's given me it's punching me in the gut right now thinking about that scene because that was just so awful bro that was fucking it's brutal rough like dude. i remember the first time that watching was... it i'm like holy fuck because i'd seen some brutal shit right okay so now keep in mind i haven't seen um the original Spit on Your Grave, would okay. you say, and then would you say that this, all, all of this as a whole was worse than that? It has to be, right? Because this is... Honestly, no. Because that one's This like, movie doesn't have a 45-minute rape scene. It's an hour and a half long rape scene with some jungles and some animal dying and some but other what shit. what I'm saying is in the original I Spit on Your Grave, from the first time she's jumped by the guy, she is naked for 45 minutes straight, constantly being raped. <sighs> okay. <laughs> That's harder to watch than this movie, Okay, in, in my opinion. Okay, now the justification of when they get their revenge on them torching uh, the, all the little indigenous people in the huts and mm. shit... Um, the satisfaction that the chick gets and I spit on your grave is it equivalent to the that's the thing though that wasn't revenge that just shows you how bad of a bad people the filmmakers were those people the indigenous had done nothing to them no no that's what I'm saying but the the indigenous people got the revenge on the fucked up shit that they did to their people I think it's equal 
Okay. Because one, because that's all I kept looking forward to. I was like, okay, get the revenge. But then once I saw it happening, I was like, oh. like, because the chick, the chick didn't do anything wrong, right? She was absolutely a, the victim and all that. Don't get me wrong. Everybody was a victim in this. Yeah. But in regards to. But then again, she did nothing Faye wrong, and she earned that least. because all of the fuckers did everything that they did. Yeah, and Faye was the least responsible. Yeah, out of the group, right? And for hers to be so fucking brutal, yeah, um, like, it was like I, I felt with bad. how long she gets raped, and even before they start like dismembering her, how long they show like six people just beating the fuck out of her, laying on the ground. And then all the lady folk come in and do their like ritual where they have to get around a big circle and beat the shit out of them, like kind of like in Kung Pao, where they're all like beating the shit out of him. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh guys, he's not getting up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, hey, stop, stop. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I never <laughs> thought you could make a comparison, Kung Pao to Cannibal Holocaust. Well, but they did it. Man. <laughs> they did it a lot, man. I'm just saying there was a yeah. lot of fucking circle beatings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I liked how. So I was like, okay, are we going to get to see the tree people? Because he mentions it. He's like, no, only, you know, no white people get to see the tree people or whatever. That's how I knew we were going to get to see him the first time I saw it. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Because they made a point that says nobody has seen him. And it's like, all right. And I like how they just kind of come out of the darkness. And and that was just, it reminded me like Congo is kind of how all the the fucking white monkeys come out of the (laughs) mines and shit. Um, But that was real cool. And they were super pumped. I, it just broke my heart that, they start off their their communication with the tribe people with fucking shooting them. Like, yeah, there's it just it. We're they, gonna shoot them because it'll be easier to follow them. Right. What's the logic in that? It just is, fucking walk faster. It's not how I saw it. I, it's not how I thought it was gonna go, dude. I thought that they were gonna try to be all cool with <coughs> them or whatever, and then they were just gonna turn on them. And then fucking eat them, right? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, they were gonna earn the halt, you know. But again, they everybody died on both sides. It was a holocaust because he killed a gang of them in that fucking hut. Oh yeah. And then decided to fuck his chick in the burning remnants of the hut in front of everybody. Yeah. As like the biggest fuck you to all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to film yourself flat out murdering people that takes balls. <laughs> Yeah. Especially when you're going to give it to a company to produce a documentary. I wonder how long it took him to write this film. And I'm, that's honestly a good fucking question. Could you imagine being at that fucking that uh what do they call it the uh, not, not the drawing board but the where you put all your sticky notes of all the scenes and shit? Oh, the fucking um shit, my my bulletin board. I yeah. always had my bulletin board of my scenes mm-hmm. when I was writing a script. Just p- all right, guys. So here, uh, <laughs> she's gonna get raped. Okay. All right. And they're like, okay, okay, I, I, I get that. Okay. Next here, um, they're gonna go through the jungle. Okay, cool. They're gonna come across somebody. Okay, I like this. I like where this is going. Uh, definitely, it's been ooh, five, ten minutes worth of airtime. Something needs to die. Okay, cool. So, uh, Jim, uh, can you get the bucket of animals that we're gonna kill in this? Right. Uh, all right. I, I got this. Little fucking dartboard, funk. All right, we're gonna kill. I don't even know what the hell that first thing was. A possum? Was that a possum? The first thing they killed? I'm really not sure what the fuck that was. Like, it I don't looked, even know if they have possum. It died game. just like an armadillo dies, is what I can tell yeah. you though. Because I, you have to go. So you, 
You have to go. It critter. was a rodent of some type. Yeah, you have to go critter hunting in Texas if you've got like land out there because if they piss on your your grass or like anything that the oh, cattle yeah, will yeah. eat, it's gonna get them sick, right? Yeah. So we would just go out there with a spotlight in an old shitty fucking jeep with shotguns and just go out there and you spot them and you blast them. And you're like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, you throw them in the back and let's just keep Make going. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> get the pelts. Um, <laughs> But we, you know, we did that for hours for like two nights straight. We were just out there having a blast, like literally. But that thing looked it. it and possums are cool because they they will absolutely just play the fuck dead, and you have no other choice. You're like, dude, I don't see any blood coming out of them, yeah. and it's only a little bit. We have to because I can't just let them die in pain like that. You got to put them out of their misery. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. That's why I was stoked that they just cut the turtle's head off right away. Because then at least in my brain, if his brain is disconnected, then I don't think he's consciously feeling pain anymore. Yeah, Even though the rest of the body was, that, yeah, I think that's just nerves. It was, like, oh yeah, all of that because spatters. snakes do the same thing yeah. and shit. They wiggle about like everything. It's it's just muscles fucking yeah contracting. <laughs> uh, I will say that uh, I saw an interview with Diodato. He says if he could go back, he probably wouldn't have really killed the animals. He was like. We'd probably fake it now. <laughs> Use fake animals. That's a given. But I don't think it would have had the same effect, honestly, as bad as that sounds. <coughs> what makes this movie work is the authentic- authenticity of how it looks. But if we were sitting... Yeah, but they... Dude, special effects nowadays, they could have definitely done something lot, you know, like a, a live effect. Well, yeah. And and done, a, you know, a pretty fucking good job. But back then it would have been like a stuffed animal type thing or a fucking really bad animatronic back in those days. Oh, that's true. Or they would have just like not. Or they just would have had to cut those scenes. Or have someone like look at like maybe an arm in the way real quick where they swap it out and kind of, you know what well, I mean? Like, and, that I was so the only the only animal kill that actually did bother me was the the little critter thing in the front because he like stabbed it from the neck up and it's like dude that's like see that one that, didn't, that's not the one that bothered me the one that bothered me was the pig just randomly shooting it on the ground yeah is because the other animals that they killed the crew did eat so didn't go to waste it was kind of like hunting. They, uh, they yeah. just didn't eat on camera. Okay, but but they ate the pig then. No, that's the only one they didn't. Why? Pig, pig's the only one that was probably the tastiest one out of right? all of them. I made the same comment when I yeah. heard that on the commentary. But that's the only one that wasn't eaten. So it was meaning, and it's pointless in the movie. There's unless, no reason to shoot the fucking pig. Unless they don't eat pork, it's against maybe their religions or something. <laughs> like I, I could see that being realistic, right? It, it very well could be. Like, Very well could Fuck be. this swine. Bam. <laughs> um four, because I wanna say this movie was shot on sixteen millimeter. What'd you think of the look of it? Um because obviously there's two different looks. Mm-hmm. You have the sixteen millimeter, then you have the super eight millimeter, which is the found footage shit. Okay. So the soup uh the sixteen looked good. You know, I, I, I liked it. Um mm. <clears throat> It it just felt like a fucking well, it felt like a a, a film that was in the seventies, right? Even though it came out in eighty, so was it? 
It came out in 80, but was the it footage... Was shot in 78 and released in 79. Okay. The reason why they say 80, because that's... When it got banned? <laughs> <laughs> that's when it got released in the States. Oh, okay, because right, it's Italian, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, lo- I thought it looked good. Honestly, the, the Super 8, that was genius, because it just made it more disturbing yeah i i kind of hinted at it earlier i like the fact that it's like you're watching two different movies Mm -hmm. and they a site i like the way they interplay even though those office scenes really drag shit out for no damn reason just all the random he was just trying to be artsy or something just like here let me pep it up have some really cool artsy pictures of some fucking buildings and just some random shit all the all whatever dude that's cool well, I'm gonna go back to the chick on the spike. This just shows you the type of people that those got. They were. They're the ones that did that to her, not the tribe. It was the filmmakers that impelled her on that spike? No, that's not how. It... Yeah, that's exactly what. That's why the fucking tribe ends up killing her, killing them, in retaliation for what uh, they did. I no 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 my brain so he was all that because I obviously the chick was looking at him like you're a piece of shit right because um, he was making it say seem like the the tribe is the one that impaled her on the spike well because of all, because what they did to her that now she's no good right now she's banished right so they they impaled her the the tribe did that's what he was saying he's like I can't believe these fucking savages would do this because but that's of just some, it that's her virginity that's shit acting. They're the ones that put them on the spike, not the tribe. Mm. They just don't show them they doing that. They just don't show that part. Learn that on the commentary. Too. Oh, okay. Because it was hard for me to believe. Uh, I was still pretty stuck that the tribe did it. Oh, no, but that's, again, like you said, that's on purpose. He did that. Just like when he murdered all the people in the hut, set it on fire. He was m- setting up a dramatic scene for the documentary. And the sad thing is, to be fair, that is like you know, I could actually see people fucking doing that. Yeah, to make a good documentary, unfortunately. Well, I just heard that there's this one film that was being done right now, and that chick that is from Parks and Recs, Audrey something or other. Oh, uh, um, Audrey Audrey Plaza or something along those lines. Anyways, she was doing a film where she is masturbating, and they fucking made her do it on camera. Is what I heard. And oh, yeah. I was like, that's, to me, that is kind of like, oh, it, if it's not authentic, it's not going to be believable kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Wow. I know that's that kind pushing of goes... the boundaries in my book. What? Yeah. And I think the boundary pushing started at fucking basic instinct when she spreads her legs and you see full on fucking lips. Like, <laughs> maybe not on, well, maybe on your TV, but I saw a screening of that in the movie theater. <laughs> right, you, you imagine <laughs> you could see a lot of Sharon Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to like see everybody like everybody's faces as they start to realize what the fuck. Like, holy well, shit! Um, Do you see that? You've seen Clerks, right? Uh, I have seen. Clerks. If you see that in the movie theater, the scene where he shows the kid the porno mag, mm-hmm. you can see everything that's in that magazine. <laughs> you can see. Every fucking thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, um, that's funny. But though. yeah, I, I remember hearing that they made her masturbate on camera. And unfortunately, that's not the first time I've heard that. I believe it. And I think that's probably why, you know what I mean? Well, hell, like we were talking about it, the Lar- uh, director Lars von Trier, he's constantly having real fucking triple X explicit sex in all his fucking movies. Huh. Why not, right? It's like, if I can, let's do it. Figuratively and literally. If you can get away with it. Uh-huh. And, you know, if you got enough money or if you know people or whatever. And I'm all sure you have you to do is say, it. it's artsy. I'm trying to make a statement. I hate grilled cheese. Uh, dude, there was there was excessive just killing and raping and, and mostly killing and, and lots of raping too. I know. That's how it made me feel. That's how macaroni and cheese makes me feel. And mac and cheese, both of them. I will rape and murder <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> Bring down big mac and cheese. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to save this question to the end. Um, what was your favorite scene? Hmm. I know that's going to be a fucking, like, I don't have one. My favorite scene was the end credits. My favorite scene would have to be. I, I really did like, because I was starting to think about it. I was like, okay, this has to end like Blair Witch, right? Where the only way that we're going to see how the last character dies is if his fucking face falls in front of the camera and then we see him die, right? Yeah. So I liked that. You know, Ooh. that I felt satisfaction out of that. Only thing I wish is where, like how they had his head positioned on the screen. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see a machete come down, and that was the cut. Oh, uh, that would have been cool. That would have been cool as fuck. Yeah, another decapitation, <laughs> right? Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, oof, ugh, step it up another notch. Watch him with just his face right there. Then he gets raped. <laughs> on fucking camera and all you see is his face getting raped by the tribe people or whatever and it's god awful and then they kill him right. then you see one of those little rock hammer things come down and bash his face in but it takes a while right because they're not they're not strong obviously because I didn't see any I didn't see any legit like skull crushing they they kept the head intact oh yeah they always, it was all just yep. beaten sticks yep. crushing essentially liquefying all the guts and the bones inside so that way when the skin finally cracked open it was like oh it was like, easier for them to fucking and peel the body. Yeah, it was like a little pinata. Just like, wee, all your guts just kind of <laughs> spill out. It just, oh, yeah. And then they had a heyday, man. I feel like they, they did they use this? Um, there was a, I was a little confused. And again, I'm, I'm retired, so I don't remember too much. The scene where the guts are coming out and you can see all of the, like everything's all connected together. Did they show that scene in the beginning? And then they, and then they finally show you where that scene came from, right? Uh, a mixture of the two. Okay. The first one was when they feed it to the professor. Yes, okay. But there was no other scene before that 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 showed that scene originally that we we, we then like it foreshadowed like this is what we're going to be seeing. No. None of that. Um like when they get the footage he does eat the crap that they pull out. Um I don't know if they're implying that that's one of the filmmakers. They never say if mm. that's one of the filmmakers. But I mean, did they just do they use because you've same already scene? seen the shrine? Okay, to the, with the dead filmmakers and the film cans. Yeah, before they feed him the, the liver and <laughs> lungs, whatever the hell was all in his fucking hands. Um, that was pretty gnarly looking though. It that was. was another one of those scenes that they used a lot on fucking VHS artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. 
Um, I like so they used a lot of. I like how they did a good job at making all of the skulls and like the decaying like flesh, lots of bugs, a lot of squish. Mm. The sound effects were good. Him stabbing like the eyeball, you know, the skull of the eye and getting all the bugs out and oh, shit, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to look at the teeth. Like it was very gruesome all around, even just the parts that weren't as fucking heinous as like others. Yeah. They kept a real good theme of just keeping it just it was all it was just, not filth, but just 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 squish. Vulgar. Yeah. Vulgar. Uh-huh. <laughs> just squish is the best. Heard a lot of squishes in this. Oh, dude. fuck yeah. And crunches and fuck just yeah. yeah, the sound team, they they fucking rocked it. Um, you accept the audio, obviously, because it had to be voiced over. That was the my only. That's probably one of my only bitching. About well, that, that was your, one of your big complaints on Suspiria too. Um, oh, that's true, huh? Yeah, but and I, I kept having to turning up the fucking volume and turn it back down because, like, the volume, the the some of the dialogue, dialogue like the was fucking wasn't wonky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't balanced. Um, uh, if I. Would you watch another movie by Ruggiero? Yeah, uh, because he doesn't give a, he he doesn't hold back like this. Was, no, this was good. No, no, I mean, no, no. it was a good movie, right? Even though I was like, it does it does make me sick to my stomach, like how violent the rape is in this. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, it, it, Did this, you ever see Hostel Two? Um, I saw the first one. And if I did see the second one, I don't, I don't remember it. There's a sequel. It's the one where you get like the point of view from the killers for the majority of the movie, where you're following the people that are doing the torture. There's multiple guys, right? And they go from room to room or something. Yeah, uh, and you got like two friends, and one's nice, one's bad. Mm-hmm. And they have lab coats and shit, and like they're all they're employees, right? It's like a company that you work for, right? Is that? Oh, these guys are actually paying to murder people. They're going to the club. They're members of the club because they have so much money they can buy whatever the hell. Oh, and then I haven't seen it. No. Oh fuck. Um, but again, that's a movie that's filmed like a movie, right? It's yeah, not filmed yeah, yeah. like found footage. To me, that's what makes it more hardcore. The reason why I brought it up <laughs> is in one of the rooms, one of the guys who is paid to murder someone has a guy on a like strapped down on the table like half his fucking leg is gone and the dude's sitting on the table eating it nice the guy eating it is Ruggiero Diodato (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah Eli Roth got him into the movie that's sick (laughs) and he's eating a leg yeah (laughs) Uh, dude that's that's baller right that's metal as fuck mad props to that I mean if you're gonna cameo eat a goddamn leg yeah Uh, and I like the fact that it's on a like Bits of it are on the plate. He's eating it with a knife and fork, like, <laughs> yeah. all dignified. He's got a glass of wine, wine. Yeah. <laughs> like a candle and like yeah. a fucking little glass vase and a little flower in it or something. Um, it's got a little... I've never seen it, but I because I honestly haven't been able to track it down. Um, his follow up to this movie was called <laughs> Jungle Holocaust. So now jungle rape. <laughs> Well, you wanted more rape. <laughs> That's true. I guess uh, I I did I did send him a letter, and I was like, "Hey, look, this movie was super bitching." But I'm gonna be honest, you it wasn't were kind quite of, rapey. Yeah, enough. you were kind of a pussy when it came to the rape. I, <laughs> I I I expected more out of you, dude, and I'm a little disappointed. So I'm hoping next time I'll I'll see something and and maybe actually bring a tear to my eye. 
I know there's a lot that you would change in this movie. <laughs> Is there one sp- very specific thing that you would take out of the movie? No, honestly, dude. Like, like I said, it just because it affected me this way doesn't mean that I would change it, right? That's Fair. the point. Like, the, I respect the. I, it's a fucking. It, it's his piece of art. It's he worked on this. He threw money in. He did this. And I it like was, that outlook on it. And it it impacted the fucking world in a way that it did, and it got banned and shit. And it's like. Oh, it impacted. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can, I can still feel. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I wouldn't change anything. Again, I. They did a good job, man. It is. Yeah. It was. It was a good movie. It was hardcore, and it's it's um. And I raw honestly and, like that's like she said. Uh, is it sad? When Roxy was asking that, I'm like, it's not sad. I felt bad for that chick. It was sad, and then and I felt I felt bad for the little girl that fucking had nothing. They just fucking go. They fair, they, they fair, all take their turn fair. on that shit. Like it was all just fair, uh, you know. And as for the cultural shit, I did feel bad of them. Feel bad, but again, that's that's what that those people are essentially. I don't know. Do you think that was made up? Like all the oh here's the chick in birth and she's got to have bad baby so then they bury the baby and they smash oh, the Christ was, out of her was, face. That was fake. That was fake. But I'm so that but that's not like an actual real tradition that that I those people do. Do not know. So okay, so that is I haven't done research on the tribes that he actually shot with, and he didn't say anything yeah. uh, and during it saying oh actually this was real or like no we we made this part up like. I'm, or I'm the, sure somewhere down the line it probably is a real ritual because mm-hmm. I know Diodato did a lot of research. He was always into research. So the, the the rock rape in the beginning part and that shit. That's that kind of shit really does happen to those tribes. <sighs> yeah. And I want to go back a bit um, and touch on it because I don't think that's where they actually. I know they live out in the fucking Amazon, but for the tree people, I love the set. Yeah. And I, God, I hope they built that. And if that's where the that tribe actually lives, that's badass. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Well, you've seen the ones built out of like the side of the mountains and shit that we have here. Like, yep. I mean, they it, that's very realistic for them just to mm-hmm. hide in the in the shadows. Like, yeah. I don't know. That was that was really badass. Yeah, I loved, especially when they're in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. I loved all the visuals. Everything just looked fucking phenomenal. Every fucking thing, in my opinion. Um, it did. It it really did. And oh, you know what I did want to ask you about is: do you think, uh, or maybe I could have, I could have maybe done with seeing them battle the 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 black. What was the black or the their opposite tribe? The guys that like painted themselves all black and had the big crazy hair. Oh, uh, the Shimarati. They kind of remind me of like Eaters of the Dead a little bit. Um, kind of. But uh, I yeah, can... I wish we would have had more with that tribe mm-hmm. as opposed to them like scaring them off so they can be brought in by the other tribe. Mm, yeah. Because he does mention because when he's in the beginning when he's kind of discussing everything he does mention both of them like quite a lot. Uh, but then oh, it yeah. just focuses on just the one. So, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Is that what the second part is? Is they go on, they then explore that tribe? 
and see what they're all about in the sec in oh, the sequel. Like literally, they mentioned three different tribes, and we only really spend time with two. Mm. We never get the third one. Okay, the Shimitari one or whatever the fuck they're however you pronounce it. I like how they smoked uh, that one bitch out of the tree. And that's shit, the so. Shimitari. Okay, so I like that scene too. Uh, and they were smoking out a tree tree person. Yeah. And that's why they ended up firing their guns, scaring them off. To so show the them tree alliance. People would bring them in. Yeah. Yeah, I caught that part. And that was cool, right? That was clever. Yeah. Uh, you want to make peace as, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my, my friend. friend. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was bitching. And then I, li I did like how uh, the one big, uh, he gives him a, a pocket knife. Well, first of all, I did like. How he's like, all right, I'm gonna get naked and shit. I'm gonna go into the middle of this like little lake, and I'm gonna show them like, look, I'm not armed. I'm just yeah, fucking yeah, here. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm just like you. Make peace with you. And also, he didn't show any fear, right? Exactly. They were shooting all the little things like right by his dick. Yeah. He's like, dude, all right, cool. Like, you guys are good shots. Don't, don't yeah. get my dick. It's gonna, I'm gonna be super <laughs> pissed if you get me in the dick. And then, uh, then, then he's like, all right, I'm gonna make peace with you. Here's a fucking switchblade. That was tight. Um. Um, but going back to what you were saying, it's, I agree. I like the the show of no fear. Yeah. When not just the, I guess, the one guide, but also when Monroe goes into the water and the girls come in, he, mm -hmm. there it was no fear and it was, a, it was a symbol to show you have nothing to fear. And then the dude... Uh, the guide once they ease up he lets their hostage go which was another olive branch but you understand why the hostility is once you get to their village yeah well all you see over and over and over again multiple of these tribe members do show the fucking image of the ah them all burning in the huts and stuff, yeah. right? It was at least yeah. three of them. I want to say did oh, yeah. <clears throat> depict the that horrendous event, and just and they were probably explaining to him like, "This is what the fuck happened. This is where your friends are at." I imagine, or, yeah. or I don't know. <clears throat> that was that was gnarly because you're like, "What are they doing?" Right? And then once it finally comes together, you're like, "That's fucked up, dude." And that's now. Could you imagine watching this movie tripping on acid? Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of acid, uh, um, but I've, I've watched some fucked up shit on acid and it didn't affect me the way that I thought it was going to. I just kind of, I overanalyzed it. That's what acid does to me. It just makes me fucking. <laughs> what about shrooms? Uh, shrooming on this. Again, I watch Passion of Christ on mushrooms, <laughs> uh, but again, there's no raping in Passion of Christ. Uh, fuck. Oof. I don't know, man. I like to shroom to get a good vibe. <laughs> I don't want to watch a shroom, man. Uh, I, you know what? If you want to be a real asshole, eat a whole fucking little tube of Dramamine and then watch this, and I guarantee you're going to not want to be a, you're, you're going to, that's going to fuck you up bad. Right. Yeah, that shit will haunt you, in my opinion, and maybe personal experience. <laughs> um. What was your favorite scene? It's a combination of the final kills between Faye's death and Alan's death. Um, the way they intermingled the two. And was Alan the very last one in the blue? Yeah. Okay. Um, Faye's more than Alan's just because of how prolonged it is. And it's vicious and brutal, dude. And just how they edit it perfectly. Mm -hmm. 
and seamlessly from the live actress to the severed head and the dismembered body. Yeah. It was seamless. It was. And and that's what added to it. And I think that's why that was yeah. Um I did kind of like how when they cut that dude's leg off, he like died right away. I mm-hmm. thought that was hilarious. Like, well, let's cut it off. We'll fucking we'll 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 sear it, right? So he's well, yeah, good. But and it's no wonder he died. Where'd they get the fire from all of a sudden to heat the blade up? Right. It was there, cauterizing, but what was it being cauterized by? You heard it sizzle, right? Yeah. There was no fire for him to put the blade in. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe it was just, maybe it was, I think once you, when you're using an axe or whatever, it doesn't get hot as you're cutting through wood and shit. Maybe he was just smashing it on a piece of wood or something for a minute. And, and I think what they're trying to get at with that scene is snakes in the Amazon are super fucking venomous. Once it's in the bloodstream, you're done. You're yeah. gonzo. Mm-hmm. You're completely gonzo. Yeah, but and then so it was just like kind of adding insult to injury, where it's like, yeah, dude, why you're cut dead. the leg off? Cut <laughs> your, now you now you had to endure me cutting your fucking leg off, and then you just died afterwards because you probably bled out. So instead of and it wasn't one swift whack. <laughs> oh God, no, no, that it took a minute, right? Yeah. Um, even what do they what do they cut off real slow? At the very end, the dick. Yeah. Uh, you and I both, every time I watch this movie, I always, ow. Well, the moment that it squirted blood, and I was like, okay, this is fake, right? Because, I mean, I, it, just the way that it happened made it felt like it was theatrical. Oh, yeah. Right? Because like I, I, I feel like it would have fallen. The blood would have just fallen out, right? about this movie. Yeah. Is everything looks so goddamn good. Right. But, yeah. It was the comical blood squirt. That came from the dick. Yeah, was was hilarious. See, I can show you another movie, uh, Cannibal Ferox, and it is a lot goofier and campier. Mm-hmm. Like it's not serious at all. Yeah, at fucking all. But like that was like a big thing back from like seventy seven to about eighty three was cannibal movies. Like there was a. Sh- buttload of fucking cannibal movies just flooding the market all from fucking Italy. Oh, really? All from fucking Italy. <laughs> huh. I would be interested to just, like check out the lore in Italy in that time and see was right? there some kind of cannibal why, or why some were they zombie so shit and mm-hmm. fascinated with cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I mean zombies kind of like cannibalism but obviously it's not it's because they're they're undead. Mm-hmm. But it's still the the consuming of fucking, you know, humans eating other humans. Um, yeah. But obviously, being like coherent and alive and conscious and you know a normal functioning human—that's that's some next level shit. But again, you know, Hannibal uh, did did Gein eat his people or did he just cut them up and make them into shit? I don't know if Gein actually ate them. Ed Gein was a cannibal. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Albert Fish was a cannibal. Gacy, or was he just a pedophile? Gacy was just a pedophile. Uh, Dahmer, Dahmer. Was a cannibal. Um, that's all I can think about the top of my head right now. <laughs> they would love the top of your head. <laughs> They're like, "Don't mind if I do." <laughs> Off the top. <laughs> um, I know this movie is a tough pill to swallow, so we won't go our two hours on this one <laughs> um it was baller though man he went like all I said, out i love the fucking no movie he was a king de- i yeah. love it to death 
but it's it's kind of like a Serbian film. It's a hard film to talk about. But this wasn't, you know, for a political statement. This was no. Just this like, was just I want to make this movie. <laughs> it was, but if the fact that it was it was the first like found footage film, and for him to make it that this is going to be the first fucking type of this and set the precedence for like and like just the 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 paveway for everything moving forward just like hey guys i was the first one to do it like this and i came out and made a badass film now this is what everybody's gonna have to like follow me with like that to me was such a fucking flex because again he didn't give a shit no fucks were given he's like i'm no, an I artist agree. and i feel and roxy has been telling me all these french film i mean again this is italy right but again i'm french it's some things that the culture is different than what we have here in america oh, absolutely. even though america is a lot influenced by other shit too but our a lot of ours our culture right but getting to see these other films and other places made in these like a different era of time, like I'm, I, I'm. That's why I'm not, I'm not pissed about this, right? When I was watching it, did it make me feel uncomfortable? A hundred percent. Am I upset that I watched it? At first, I was, but now that I'm going and I'm talking about it and analyzing it and really yeah. thinking about it, it was a fucking, it was, uh, it was a cool movie, right? To me, mm. it was a cool movie in yeah. the sense that it was just like, wow, that's that's god awful, but you did it, dude. Like, and yeah. and I'm not, I'm not mad that you did it. Um, and cause it was just like, you did you, man. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. Like, and you fucking made a statement and your shit got banned. That's even more baller, dude. Like, and the fact that it took you forever to find it, right? It wasn't until, yeah, it was but out, it got out of print for so many fucking years. But it got the honor of getting reprinted, right? Yeah. So that's respect as well. Does he get money from that when they start printing it? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, tight. So he's like, dude, I fucking and got I banned. I believe he's still alive. And, uh, yeah. 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 Um, so to answer your question kind of earlier, I'm 100% down to watch his other films. If they're going to be this kind of like extreme and baller and just like, let me f let me push the boundaries. Oh, yeah, he of, does um, not hold back on any of his oh, movies. Oh, so is this his first one? No. This was not his first one. Okay. What number would this one be? Would you say this is the beginning of his controversial shit or like it was all of its controversial like this? Or like hardcore? Kind of a mix. I would say this is probably maybe his third or fourth film, if memory serves. Okay. Because, like I said, he Italian directors are kind of like Japanese directors. They pump movies out. Oh. Like, okay. Crazy. Like, insane. get your 10,000 hours kind of thing. Like, let me crank them out. Kind of. And, and eventually, I'm going to start getting some baller ones. Like, I'm going to get the hang of this. It's like practice. Uh, Takashi Miike, who directed Audition. Uh, one missed call, shit like that. Uh, Itchy the killer. This motherfucker has directed over two hundred movies. Holy my fucking god, <laughs> that's sick as fuck, dude. Charles Band from Full Moon Pictures, yeah, has directed and produced. They have at least three movies coming out every month or two. Oh my god! Dude. They are pumping, and it's easier now in the digital world, right? Because you don't need as much money as you did back in the day. Um, it's like a template, I imagine. Yeah, and I could not find. I looked, could not find what the budget was for this for this movie. Had to be cheap as fuck. Well, I don't. Well, it, it would cost a lot to get into the fucking Amazon forest, though. You'd think. Art. You'd think. Let me try one more spot. Where were they? But I didn't. Where do you get? So he, they just went and bought human guts, or do you think that was like animal guts? Oh, the, most likely they used animal guts. 
Um, God, I hope they used abnormal guts. Because you were saying in some of the movies that I've seen, you said they've they've used like human bodies in the water of like poltergeist, right? Yeah, they've used. You said they used bones, fucking skeletons. They used bones in some other horror film that we watched, Suspiria. Did it have the bones in the water, or was that like as above, so below? uh, Oh, uh, as above, so below. They used them too. Um, So I mean, I that's where I kind of got the idea of that maybe possibly they could have used human guts. But probably animal, probably cheaper and easier to. Yeah, guts obtain. are one thing. Like when they did poltergeist and shit like that, um, they got all their their bodies from the medical universities. Hmm. Oh, and I found it. Movie was made for forty thousand dollars more than Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, one hundred grand. Does it say how much how much he's made? Ooh, that's gonna be. It's like you don't even want to know. That's gonna be a hard one because like it was out of like banned for so damn long in so many places. Was it banned in America? We don't ban a lot of shit. At one time, yeah. Oh, probably banned now, especially how shit is. You're like, no, I found this on Netflix. <laughs> it was on Disney Plus. Oh, dude. An animated version of this, maybe? A Pixar rendition? I would watch that. Um, Maybe like... I mean, the Muppets are fun with it, everything. Uh, that you do. Reportedly made two hundred thousand dollars worldwide before it was pulled from the all theaters. So he made a hundred grand. Made an additional hundred grand on top of. Mm-hmm. It's made a hell of a lot more in Since DVD then. sales because it's a cult classic. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just one of the, yeah, it's it is a gut uh, puncher, and it, it is one of those movies, kind of like the fucking Star Wars holiday special. That made its rounds through the horror convention circuit on the in the dealer rooms. Like there was bootlegs flying around. It was just tracking your hand, getting your hands on one. Right. And with how notorious this film, it wasn't fucking inexpensive to get one. It was like you were paying sixty bucks for a copy. Of yeah, it. and he's like, "Hey, I actually have to take you to my car, and like, we have to put you in a brown." Oh bag no, they and... were selling it right out of fucking <laughs> dealer room floor. Yeah. Kind of like a like a at, gun show, but with fucking bootleg films. Like I was at a, like I was telling you the horror find week Halloween weekend up in uh, uh, the one hundred and one in Tatum, the Marriott up there. Um, I bought uh, Alien versus Predator and Resident Evil Apocalypse. Yeah, I and they were still that. in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, the dude throws up in the middle of it, but don't mind it. <laughs> he was kind of sick, but he needed the money, so he... <laughs> and I think my buddy Thor got the fucking Madonna sex tape. Ooh. <laughs> Found it on the, down there. Huh. Um, yeah, they, if we go to Mad Monster Party, just look through the V8 or DVD selection in the dealer room. You'd be surprised what the fuck people are saying. Oh, I, I have no doubt in my mind, man. I... 
the way that people are today, I feel like we've evolved as in a weirdness that we can obtain essentially anything that we want in just the easiest of manners, and we can share that with those. And and again, it's not hard. If, no, if not you know really. what you're doing for the most part, you can obtain whatever you want, honestly. Yeah, I agree with that. It's it's that's just but that's that's the world we created. Instant motherfucking gratification. And there's there's not a lot of boundaries that can be pushed these days. This film back then pushed a fuck ton of boundaries. Oh shit. And even again, me, it made me uncomfortable in some parts, but again, it wasn't wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> um not not by any means, right? So and and again, I I do love the fact that my point of view of the film changed substantially as we kind of talked more about it, and I kind of started to be like, okay, let me once the shock of it subsided, and I was kind of I smoked a bowl, and I'm like, all right, let me kind of regain my chi. Yeah, I rubbed one out like seven once times. Once the initial bitch slap wears off. Yeah, exactly. And now my my face just has a, it has like a mushroom stamp on it, um, and I'm like, okay, let's talk about this movie. And let's appreciate it for what it is and not like the, oh, my fucking Christ, what the shit ass yeah. fucking cock ass cunt is this? But uh, I liked it. And I, I, so would I watch it again? Probably not. So the question of the day, would you recommend it to people? And what would you rank this? <laughs> Ooh, I would. Uh... Stumper. It's a hard. I mean, one. it's it, hard to answer, especially for a first-time viewer. Would I bestow this upon other people? Right, that's what my brain is saying. Right. Um, yeah, I think so because it's it's you have to. If this legitimately is the first found footage film that they ever made, and obviously that's something that everybody knows today. Yeah. I mean, into like. Fucking decades later, and they're still cranking them out, and people love them and shit, or hate them. I don't know. Cloverfield was like I could have. Cloverfield was a little kind of on the the, the yeah. sticky side, uh, just like Hardcore and it was Henry. Produced by fucking J.J. Abrams, so it had millions of dollars behind it. Yeah, to me, that's not a found footage movie. If you no. have multi-million dollars, <laughs> that's a good it. point. Yeah, um, but yeah, I would. I, yeah, you have to see it, right? If 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 you're gonna be like, oh my god, I love this and this and this, and you're like, oh really, you like that one? Yeah, oh yeah, VHS was cool, you know, and I liked, you know, this exactly. And, and there's a gang of VHSs. Oh fuck yeah. Um, and people seem to really be digging on them, or like there's controversy. Oh, these are like so hardcore. Oh, cool, you want to like that? Look, this is where it all started, mm-hmm. and then and then this is gonna this is gonna level you up, and like your you're okay. I've got this under my belt, yeah. and I know what this is like. And I'm not mad. I appreciate it. And I love. I I don't want to say I loved it, but I love, I love the idea and concept behind it. Right? Yeah, that's fair. Oh, I saw the screen do something. You're good. I said error. You're talking too fucking much. <laughs> Did you give it a ranking? Uh. It's a hard flux. He's getting a 10. Did I, how do you say What is his name? Diodato? Yeah, Ruggiero Diodato. Diodato. I, I tip my hat off to you, man. This this movie was fucking baller. It, it was hardcore as shit, dude. Uh, and filmed awesomely. And the, the 
Okay. Oh, another bitch that we have is the overplaying of the goddamn yeah, song. Yeah, that's my bitch. But again, that's common, right? We Especially in movies oh, back some then. Some of these horror films. Especially in that time frame. What's the one where it was cool at first, but the, oh, Suspiria. Suspiria. Yeah, and then you're just like, dude, this is... And that was like a year or so prior to this. <laughs> also oh. from Italy. Mm. Okay. <coughs> yes, you can, this doesn't... You can't compare Suspiria to this shit. This is two completely different. Oh, realms. those are two completely different monsters. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Suspiria was good, but it wasn't my favorite. If I'm being honest, I, I didn't. It was all right. Um, but you also haven't like I'm a huge Argento fan, so I like any movie he makes for okay. the most part. Um, this movie, I absolutely recommend. Like, yeah. If if you're a horror fan, nine times out of ten, people I talk to. They've seen it. Um, I will say if you're an aspiring filmmaker, watch this movie because it's a good crash course Yeah, in guerrilla filmmaking on a rel- relatively small budget. $100,000 is a lot, but not for the size of production that they, and the reputation that Diodato had at the time that he made this movie. It was actually pretty small for him at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely recommend watching it for that. Um, if you're like really sensitive on depiction of rape or seeing real anim- animals getting really killed, yeah, don't watch it. Just don't watch it. Yeah. Best I can say. Um, ranking, yeah. 10 out of 10 every day. Yeah. 10 out of 10 every fucking day. I love this movie so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, a, in my opinion, kind of a dick move to, to not give it a 10. It, it is, it's fucking, it's badass. And again, it, it is hardcore, but it is a bitch and flex, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It, it's, Kyle was telling me, he's like, dude, I've seen that movie so many fucking times. And I was like, oh, really? I mean, I liked it a lot, but like I said a second ago, will I watch it again? Probably not. I'm cool not seeing it again, but I and I'm and I'm all right with that. Have I seen this movie a whole fuck lot? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's not a movie I watch every year, multiple times a year. It's one I watch every couple of years because it's fun to remind myself of the... Because they don't make Italian horror like this anymore. Oh. They just don't make Italian horror movies like this anymore. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, why not? People Censorship. got crucified. Censorship kicked yeah. in. I didn't think it was going to be as bad over there as it is over here. Or is it the whole... So the French film, because I imagine they have their own, right? They're more... The French? Film industry or more film... You're allowed to have more nudity and sex, less violence. Hence why when <laughs> Roxy says she watched The Dreamers, I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I haven't seen Dreamers, but the way that she described it. it, it you don't want to see it. <laughs> no, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I think. My curiosity kind of has me, but I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, next week. We're going to jump into the Amazon again. Yeah. Is this Italian film too? No. This one is American made. Um, 
the guy who did like Cannibal or Cannibal America um, is the guy who played the Bear Jew. Um, Eli Roth. He wrote and directed this movie. Okay. As an homage. He also did like the Hostel movies. That's why I mentioned that. Okay. Cabin Fever and shit like that. Um, this is his nod to Diodato. And because with how many times they call the rainforest the Green Inferno in mm-hmm. Cannibal Holocaust, that's why he named his movie Green Inferno. Um, in actually over in Italy, I want to say it was released as Cannibal Holocaust 2. So it's a direct sequel then? No, that's why that pissed me off when they released it that way over there. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Cannibal Holocaust at all. Oh. It's its own ver it's its own version of Cannibal Holocaust. So it's a remake. It's not a remake. It's a similar movie in the same location. Completely different story. So a completely different story. Completely. Okay, different. so it's the same setting. Is it found footage? Nope. Oh. Nope. Okay. This one's so a then straight it's, up movie. Then it's not. It, you yeah. can't. I, but again, <clears throat> we kind of had this talk with um, <clears throat> As Above, So Below in regards to doing sequels to found footage films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So <clears throat> it wouldn't. They w- the only way that they could do a sequel to found footage is if they found more footage of the same event, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. And that's not what this is. It's just the same fucking setting where... It's literally, it's... But there's cannibals in it? It's a story that takes place with cannibals okay. in the Amazon. In the forest. Amazon, okay. Rainforest. Yeah. It's somewhere different than the But there's life. plenty of nods to Cannibal Holocaust in it. There's plenty of oh, references okay. to so it. Oh, okay. So he's paying his respects to yeah, it. that's pretty much what it is. Okay. I'd be down to see that. Uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. It's a lot more fun <laughs> yeah. than this one. This There was no fun in this one. <laughs> this was like, like, in the beginning of this podcast, I was just so... But mm. I will tell you, there are some scenes that are just as painful in Green Inferno as there were in this one, if oh. memory serves. Okay, so I, you know when they all leave, they all walk out of the fucking theater at the very end? Yeah. And they're all upset and shit? That's exactly how I pictured everybody else walking the fuck out of the theater after this movie was over. Like, almost they were like, sh- like, <laughs> all right, everybody. When it came out, probably. Yeah, don't be, like, these people are just as upset about what they just fucking saw as well, so we get where you're coming from. Yeah. So when y'all storm out of the fucking theater, ah, gotta hit puberty one of these days. <laughs> I gotta start taking my, my pills so I can transition to a man. Right. Um, <laughs> TV made me do it. <laughs> uh, I was like, you know, that's kind of like them being like, don't be upset. We know you're going to be upset. These fuckers were upset. Go ahead and storm off all angry. Um, <clears throat> but um, again, want to say thank you all for listening. I think we we broke 3,000 downloads, which is yes, sir. blows my fucking tiny little brain. Um, I want to say thank you all for listening. Uh, you know... Don't be scared. Maybe watch a movie that's outside your comfort zone. Uh, but, you know, kind of tiptoe. Don't dive right in. Fuck, I don't give a shit. Dive right in. Watch something that is completely on the opposite spectrum. You're like, I like Disney. I like Pixar. Yeah, watch this. See what happens. I don't I don't know. But you have to be a grown-ass adult. I'm not saying as a child to watch this shit. That would be fucked. Um, but, yeah, go, go see something crazy. Talk about it. Let's say thank you all. Catch you next time. Yeah, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 34. 
Um, definitely check back in next week when we talk about Eli Roth's uh, The Green Inferno. I think that'll be a very, be a little more easier to talk about <laughs> yeah. of a movie. Um, Maybe have some more carcasses in here for people's to, you know, I'm kind of happy. I don't know. I think just, I don't know. I, yeah. yeah, I kind of would have liked to hear everybody else's feedback on, on this yeah. one because it is like this. Um, but like Seth, Seth said, we appreciate every download and listen that we get. We love y'all faces. And as always, till next time, kitties. Thank you for listening to this The Movie Pit Movie Review. We hope you have enjoyed your time. Come back to the Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast. The Movie Pit is produced by Ryan Boozer Johnson and Seth Chapman. Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the views of RMJ Media Incorporated. See you next week.